Welcome. My name is Ibibi and you are listening to Popcorn for Dinner. We're back in the boardroom, though virtually, as one of us is in Iceland for a meeting of the wealthy and influential. However, I am joined by Ibuka and MK as we try to figure out what's going to be happening in the final season of Succession, which we are all very excited for. How are you guys feeling today? I mean, busy day of meetings over here, quite cold, but gearing up for an exciting season. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good, man. Happy to be here. Happy to talk about my second favorite show on TV. Your second, second favorite. What comes above Succession? <laughs> no, no. Let's. Th- this ought to be good. Okay, second. Yeah. What, what, what? I just wanted to wind a couple of people up. Yeah, really? I, I was like, gonna. No. Why is Succession? <laughs> why is Succession de facto number one? Why can't? Why can't it it's be literally the two? best show to ever well, exist? Because they have the best dialogue. It has that, everything. Yeah. That's literally it. It's just. <laughs> If dialogue and story are king, succession, you know, is ruling. So I just think it's Honestly. worth pointing that out. So when you said second favorite, I was like, okay, I respect it, but you have to stay with your chest. No, nah, I need to know <laughs> what could ever come number one over succession. I, 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 I'm really enjoying Rami right now. Let's just put it like that. Oh, that show is excellent. The way you said right now, the thing about succession, it's an all-time favorite. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's, my memory's short. I haven't been <laughs> with the Roy's in a long time. Okay, come March slash April. I'm sure your answer will change then. Yeah, as you can see, she's not playing. Um, I'm not playing. <laughs> um, speaking of which, though, um, we've had a lot of coverage of different things in recent weeks. Um we can't stop watching stuff. And I think that is just the great problem that we have over here. Uh, but we are covering The Mandalorian and we've been covering You Season 4, uh, both of which have been very riveting. Um, Bunkley and Priscilla have been talking about You and, you know, it's been very cool to watch them spiral. So definitely go to the feed and check that out. Priscilla and I have been talking about The Mandalorian and wondering what Disney's plans are for Star Wars and for our sanity. Um, that's all very fun, but we're going to be focusing, like we said, on succession today. So I guess the one thing or the first thing that I want us to get into is, well, the characters, because that's the center of the story, right? So I kind of want us to talk about who really came out on top in season three. What do you guys think? Who actually won the season? Because it was all over the place for a lot of people. Succession has a way of going back and forth with allegiances, with, you know, emotional roller coasters for different people, sometimes happening at the same time, crashing into each other. So how do we feel about where everybody ended up at the end of season three? I feel like no one outright won season three. Some people won more than others, but everyone lost something. Obviously, Kendall, Shiv, and Roman lost a lot. Tom came out on top in terms of his career, but even then, he's still obviously far down the peg. He's like the bottom of the top. But is his he? Marriage is... Yeah, kind of, in the okay. sense that he's always going to be Logan's sort of lapdog. He's never actually... Well, I don't think he's ever going to have significant power as long as Logan is around because I don't think Logan trusts him that much, even though he's really clearly trying to buy Logan's trust with the actions that he took at the end of season three. But I mean, he won that, but then his marriage is obviously going to suffer big time. Logan himself is kind of winning, but his children and his relationship with his children, that's going to suffer. And he's also kind of selling his company, which he never originally wanted to do. So I feel like everyone who is kind of winning is also not. I don't know. What do you think, Ibuka? 
Okay, so I think that's the same person who always wins every season of Succession. One season three. But I'm not going to say the obvious answer. And I'm going to say my left field winner was Kendall Roy. Huh. What? Please back that up. Because, I have time. Because I feel like at the end of the season, or even when they're in the car, and Kendall is like just watching Shiv and Roman realize how terrible their father really is, mm. is a win for him. So at this point, I feel like he's just going along with the ride. Like he almost... Like, I think he cares the least what happens at this point. Like, he's fucked him in the worst way possible. And at this point, Kendall is daring Ro- Logan to see the worst he can do. So I think he's lost some of that fear he had for Logan. And now we're going to see, hopefully, a different type of Kendall. I hope so. I hope we see a different type of Kendall. I'm not sure, though. Because even when you look at the trailer, I think Roman is such a liability. Liability. Yes, he is the weakest link. He is the one that always runs back to their dad, always, and their dad knows that. (laughs) And that that scene in the trailer, that's one point in the trailer where I actually started laughing out loud. Yeah, they showed Logan and Roman. He's like, "I need you." (laughs) Exactly. It's like he knows. I was like, "How are we back here? Like, you do not do you not learn?" (laughs) (laughs) And he just doesn't. He actually just doesn't learn. I really, really hope that he does this season and he shocks all of us. I think that would be the perfect character development. But I mean, it's just Roman's nature to really believe in his relationship with his dad. And I just don't see that changing. Um, so I think as much as Kendall may think he's got them over to his side, all of them are self-interested and their dad knows exactly what to do to win them over. So my hopes are not completely up. I think it makes sense. Um, I do also think Shiv has a penchant for crawling back to Logan usually yeah. in exchange for very little it's it's, it's it's starting to it's actually starting to pain me how little she seems to understand how much she's been played like oh, they yeah. keep playing her over and over and over again and she comes off as this like this strategic person but mm-hmm. speaking of that though like i know we said succession has incredible writing but i i started to hear things i i, I let me put it this way i heard my first ever dig potential dig on succession's writing recently yikes um and it wasn't even really a dig um what i what these people were saying was essentially that that the show is still basically perfect but that shiv might be the worst written character in the show simply because her motivations tend to be inconsistent now i don't think they tend to be inconsistent i think they're quite consistent with how much she has no idea what she's doing, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but, like, people are saying that the writers don't know what they want her to be, whether they want her to be this strategic mastermind or they want her to be this person who Logan doesn't respect and never saw actually taking over the company. I mean, where do you think Shift's storyline is going since clearly we have an idea where Romans might be? I think they're writing her perfectly, honestly. I think they are trying to show that she has so many different things to her she is very strategic and very intelligent but she also often has no idea what she's doing and I think it's so realistic this is one of the multiple reasons why I love succession they write real people exactly it's not every single really intelligent person who knows what they're doing all the time and on tv a lot of the time it's like you're a badass really successful really intelligent strategic person who always makes the right decisions but Shiv often doesn't have a clue what direction she's heading in. And Sometimes she wants she to run the company. You, you'd think she does, 
No, no, and she thinks she does. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, when she's convinced she wants to be CEO, she goes in guns blazing, like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then when she's decided she's done, she moves on to the next thing. Even when it comes to so many different parts of her character, she is often changing what she really wants. And I think that's actually just very realistic, to be honest. I don't think that it's a flaw in the writing. I think the writing are showing, uh, the writers are showing that she is flawed, as everyone is, but also just also quite intelligent and strategic. So trying to find that balance and the balance just doesn't exist. I just think she is all over the place. I fully agree. Ibuka, do you have something to say on that? <laughs> You're reacting. Yeah, following on from following on from what Emike said, I think that's perfect. Like that's perfectly put. I think a real person there's real people who aren't always like Logan, who always do the ruthless thing. There's mm-hmm. real people who aren't always like Kendall, who always fuck up. You know, you gotta <laughs> find a balance somewhere. But you can see the perfect microcosm is in, in like her marriage to Tom. Yeah. If you ask me on a Monday, I could tell you Shiv loves Tom. If you ask me on a Wednesday, <laughs> I'll tell you she she wants that man dead. <laughs> like, Fully just, dead, like in prison yeah. dead. Like, <laughs> that was such like, a crazy thing never to watch. Know. And then Another good thing about that Succession does, and like that you brought up with Shiv and making a confusing decision to us, or like her character isn't consistent, is that when I think about all the board meetings or the meetings between the Roy kids or the meetings between between Logan and his inner circle, I realize something that when I go into those meetings on the show, I am in equal suspense as the character in like yeah. there's nothing about Shiv's character previously or Roman's character previously yep. that makes me think okay he's definitely gonna go A <laughs> or he's definitely gonna go B like after they leave and the thing with Succession is that they never come to a decision in the room they yeah. leave the room and start making phone calls to each other <laughs> because they're so <laughs> shady and that's so realistic 100%. they're always it's, calculating uh, the next move always it's actually wild I mean so yeah I think I think the writing is like perfect in that aspect I like the way Shiv is and I like the way we don't know we can't say for certain this is who Shiv is or this is what she wants. I completely agree. And I even think when I was trying to think, is she going to leave Tom or not? I have no idea. See? I'm going to be shocked either way. Or I love Tom that we gonna, just can't At this predict. point, it's more like, is Tom going to leave her, to be honest? Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and even when you're thinking, how is she going to feel about it? You just can't tell. Even from watching the trailer, I was even surprised they were in the same room following what happened. I it's mean, like, oh, you guys me. still talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you guys are still in communication with each other. <laughs> that is a wrap. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just so hard to tell how she thinks. I don't even know if she knows how she thinks. I think she just does stuff. It's just completely unpredictable. Yeah, it. I know I'm going to, the listeners are going to put me in Game of Thrones reference jail for this. But um, <laughs> at this point, but <laughs> this actually reminds me of when Cersei kept saying, she, she, was, she, had, she was having this conversation with Tywin. And she was like, did it ever occur to you that it was your daughter who was listening to you and learning from you, picking up all the things that you were putting down and you were molding your sons? And he just quietly says, I don't mistrust you because you're a woman. I mistrust you because you are not as smart as you think you are. (laughs) Which is like one of the best Tywin moments in the season because I think she looks at him and he's dead serious and she's like, oh, you can see in her face, she's like, whoa, is he right? right? (laughs) You might be right. (laughs) And that's just how it is with Shiv. Ever since, like, when they went to the the Pierce's house and she says, tell them it's going to be me. And I actually screamed out loud on my couch mm. in the middle of the night. I'm just going to confess <laughs> that now. That that broke me for, like, a, an, an entire week because I was like, what are you doing? You were doing so well. You were doing so yeah, well up until this point. So, yeah. 
it, it's, it's, it's crazy. But I mean, that actually brings me back to, um, you know, the idea of seasonal trajectories for characters because each Roy sibling seems to have had a season up until this point, right? Mm. We could say season one was Kendall focused. Season two kind of was ship focused. And season three was Roman focused. So what's well, happening is... Each, each sibling, we've forgotten. Connor. <laughs> well, yeah, because we, we don't have Connor yet. Most of them so okay. far. Let me put it that way. Most of them. But that brings me to my question, right? Because are we now at a point in season four where it's going to be... Like, is Connor going to be the the chosen prodigy of where like because you know logan kind of focuses his attention on one person per season so to speak mm-hmm. it's like he keeps switching horses and season three probably like his strongest horse was roman roman has like a very good character arc in season three which we can yeah. probably get into but yeah like i feel like for season four it's, it's either it's gonna be connor or maybe it will be greg or maybe it'll be the three of them kendall roman and shiv coming together to actually tom? tom that's interesting too yeah is do we because is technically a son he, he is he is and he i mean he was called son by logan at least on one occasion mm. in a bathroom on the floor that was <laughs> um, that was that was definitely something but but yeah what do we I think about know. that i think because it's a season finale so not even a season finale it's the finale of the whole show yeah i think it's hard to make it focused on one person. I think every single person will kind of have an end to their character arc. Um, in terms of who is in line for su- for the succession and who would be Logan's focus, I just don't believe they're going to end it with him passing it on to someone. So I genuinely don't think he's going to have one person who is gunning for the role and he is, he's got his sights set on. I mean, Tom is best place. And okay. Greg is kind of hanging around there in case Tom messes up and then he's probably next. Roman is always just there <laughs> in the line of succession waiting around and his dad would probably pick on, pick on him at some point. Connor, based off the trailer, he's getting more attention than he usually does. That's what I'm saying. It, it, but I don't know if Logan can ever even kid himself and act as if he's trying to take Connor seriously. <laughs> Connor himself, I just, I don't know that I've ever seen him show any interest apart from just saying he wants it like everyone else. I can't even remember clearly a particular situation. Connor only wants it, so he's not left out. Left out, exactly, exactly. He just wants to be left alone, really. (laughs) He wants to be left alone, but he also wants to feel like one of the siblings in a way that the others are treated. Yeah, because he is the eldest son, okay? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And don't you ever forget it. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I don't expect one person to shine this season. I think everyone will shine in their own way. Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Um, Ibuka, do you think differently there? Oh, no, no, no. I, I, yeah, he's making I, faces. I already gave my, I already <laughs> gave my name and I think Tom will have a big role to play. But yeah. I think whoever, if you're thinking of who will come out on top, I think whoever does the most, an even more fucked up version of what we saw at the end of season three to either the rest mm. of the siblings or Logan himself. So it has, it, has, it will have to be someone who's just as ruthless as Logan. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, if I had to put money on it, I'll put money on Kendall. You know what, though? When you just said <laughs> someone who's just as, as ruthless as Logan, only one name came to mind, and that was Jerry. Oh, Jerry is the yeah. only person I know who is as ruthless as Logan. Everyone else just kind She's of She's so pragmatic. 
It's, yeah. it's like she's so painfully, beautifully pragmatic. <laughs> honestly. And honestly, I have to ask you guys, are Roman and Jerry enemies now? Hmm. Is that even possible? I no. mean, he <laughs> I looked very helpless. I have to say, like, Kieran Culkin, his face acting in that final episode it's of season spectacular. three. That was, that, was, that was definitely quite a ride. So, I mean, he looked really helpless when he went to her for help. And she's like, remember what I said about, like, how, I'm go- how things I have to serve my interests. Yeah. Um, yeah, bro, you're on your own. <laughs> I don't know. Can they ever be enemies? I think he's so forgiving as a person. Like, Jerry hasn't even done up to half of what his dad has done. Is he forgiving so, or is he just unable to stand up for himself? I think yeah, let's, let's, for- not, let's not term it as a good thing. He's a victim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I think it's a mixture of both. But I think he can stand up for himself depending on who it is. Like, when he's speaking to just the everyday person, he's so bold and able to, you know, say the right thing. It's when he's speaking to people he genuinely rates and loves that he crumbles so yeah i don't know yeah i mean he's i mean he, he's he's probably going to continue crumbling at this rate mm-hmm. um i just don't know if he's going to have the support of his siblings or if they're going to be crumbling too because one thing we did see from that final episode of season three is them actually working together for once is like it finally clicked in their heads like hey we might be able to achieve more if we actually like make a stand together but of mm-hmm. course um their efforts were thwarted not just by logan being well ahead of the game as usual but by the fact that their mother is dracula so oh my gosh yeah she's also as ruthless as logan to be honest <laughs> she is she is seriously like you, you think i would be i wouldn't be surprised by now I, she, her her arc every season is to come <laughs> in towards the end and just make people unhappy <laughs> like, <laughs> She just comes in towards the end of every season and she's just like causing issues. No, for real. Just chaos. That is what she's there for. Her, her, her role is to come in every season and to remind you that this was a two-man fuck job on the children. <laughs> Truly. Just Truly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, she gave away their inheritance for an apartment. Okay? Like, what? I, they really thought, and yeah. It, oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, please and go it's on. It's so messed I'm... up that that Logan even obviously Logan is Logan, right? But like she knows that this is fucking them. It's not like he mm-hmm. hid it or anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, she's she fully knows. aware because she mm-hmm. negotiated that they would have that in the divorce settlement. She went back to reopen the divorce settlement so she could maintain her lifestyle at the expense of her children. And it's funny because both of them, both she and Logan, have this um opinion of you guys sort yourselves out you're adults go and make your own money or whatever and it's like you literally did not raise these kids to be self-sufficient you raised them to depend on you so that you could turn around and mess them up when they're in their 30s like it's ridiculous quite literally they've never given them any leg to stand up on their own this um in season episode i think seven of season one kendall tells logan you're so jealous of what you've given your own kids (laughs) i think that still rings true he's like i it's one thing where you have, like, you, you hear all the time of friends who seem to have people's best interests at heart, but, like, they can't actually ever really be happy for them because they're jealous. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who feels that for his children. How is that yeah. possible? That is so you wild. Know I think, you see it sometimes that, in real life. <laughs> I think that's the crazy thing is that, like, you can tell, like, Kendall says that, obviously, and you can tell that Logan would be disgusted. No, I, I say would be. 
he is disgusted by his children if they weren't his children. Yeah. Like, the only reason they're around is because they're his children. He is reluctantly going to have to give the company. He's trying everything to not give the company to them. Yeah. Going out it's of the thing of, like, you spoiled brats. Why are you basically just waiting around for my own money? Go and make your yeah. own. Yeah, because he, like, keeps fr- he keeps framing it as a, as a test. He's like, well, you know, you guys have... You guys have failed to trust me. Like the gaslighting <laughs> is so efficient. Like he doesn't even have to do much because <laughs> he, he's he's just there. Like every small thing, every failure is like, well, you know, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to to act differently, and they're like, oh, I didn't realize we were in competition with ourselves. I had no idea what was going on, and then they're all confused. Usually, especially Kendall, because mm-hmm. he thinks that he's he's on his own way. I think Kendall has spent a lot of time trying to be his father and and beat his father at being his father right mm-hmm. but now he's seems to kind of have taken the route of i want to be a little bit different i want to try and be a good person i don't know if he's trying to justify that to himself i don't know what his definition of good person is i don't know like i mean so just ask comfrey or or jess i think in general kendall has has a lot to be desired but Logan is working very hard, like you said, to not give this empire over to the children. So, like, going so far as to strike a deal. But before we even get into that, one other thing that he might be doing is having yet another child. He's like, you all suck. I'm mm-hmm. going to have another one. Like, is Carrie mm-hmm. pregnant? I just, what do you guys think? Are we going to, are we going to start this be. season and we just see Carrie pregnant somehow? Like, because I will we scream. Might. No, we might. To be honest, we might. Because he's working very hard to be able to. <laughs> That juice he's drinking, I can't remember what it's called. He is, I mean, why oh else is God. he drinking it? Nah. Yeah. Carrie is, Carrie, I, I don't even know what to say about her, but from the beginning, she's been there and then she just worked her way to like front of mind for viewers. And I'm like, how did you achieve this? But it didn't like, how did you become so hard. important? <laughs> I mean, she was just well positioned. What did she actually do? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess she was well positioned and. And his, and let me say, current children, the children he already has, were leaving much to be desired. But mm-hmm. this is all about legacy for him, right? That kind of brings me to all the like the business parts of the show. Wait, did you have something that, on your mind? Yeah, I was just going to say, it's unfortunate though, because it's literally his fault that they're like that. It's not as if he But he won't accept right that. Thing. That's, why, that's why he's having one when he's almost dead. So this one is like <laughs> minimally influenced like, by him. Kerry, go ahead and raise them differently. <laughs> Oh yeah. my god, that's that's so crazy, bro. Because I mean, he's he's lost slash given up control of the company, right? But for mm-hmm. what? Like we know that legacy is the thing that matters the most to him. Mm-hmm. So, is he prioritizing money over legacy right now? Like, is this some psychotic thing where he's taking the company away from them to kind of make them stronger? Like this is some like yet like yet another test. Or is he actually trying to cash out and be comfortable? Because he's always made it clear that he's going to choose control over wealth. Because, I mean, he already has wealth. Typically, people who are that wealthy just want power. That's what they deal in, right? It's always, a, it's always kind of like, I mean, like he says in episode one, right? Sometimes it is a big dick contest. So he cedes control to, to Matson. But are we sure that this isn't just like erratic, fearful, or spiteful? Like, does he actually want to go? What do you guys think? I think when you talk about legacy, what he's looking for is the survival of the company now. I don't think it's about money for him. I don't think As in the company is the one child he actually cares about. Yes. <laughs> I, I honestly think that that is 
what matters the most to him, knowing that Waystar Royko survives and is run properly. I don't think he cares about the... I think if he felt like Kendall, I'm saying him in particular because he he came the closest to being the right person to run it, in my opinion. I think if he felt like Kendall would do the job he really wanted and had the backbone to be him, this wouldn't be a TV show. He would have just handed over to Kendall. Yeah, Kendall's always getting in his own way. Yeah, exactly. And I think what he cares about the most is that the company is successful. I genuinely don't think he cares about the money. Yeah, he wants to cash out and it's kind of like a side effect for him that the children will have to figure out their own stuff. But I don't think he thinks they're ready, which is a shame because he just clearly didn't train them, uh, train them properly. But I think he literally just wants to make sure that the company survives. Hmm. That's an interesting take because I wonder if it will survive. Like, I don't know if the yeah. deal will go through because and I like... Okay, so it's easy for it to slip our minds based on everything that happened in the finale, right? Yeah. <laughs> but Sandy and Stewie actually still own a sizable chunk of this company. Yeah. And in her final negotiation with Sandy's daughter, Sandy, with an eye, <laughs> Shiv actually gave them an extra board seat. So yeah. what if they could actually tank this deal somehow, like due to the factors we don't know? And if that happens, is, it... is Logan finally ever going to be on the back foot? Isn't that the plan, though? Isn't that why mm-hmm. the kids are cozying up to the Pierces and yeah. Stewie? So that might be the plan in season four. Yeah, but I don't know that they will. I don't know that they will um, actually succeed. Wait. I mean, to quote a certain man <laughs> named Wamsgans, like I've seen, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen Logan get fucked never, and I've seen you get fucked a lot. <laughs> like I mean, that's one of the realest things Tom has ever said. Because honestly. Yeah. He he was right. Like he had that meeting with Kendall. He said that, and like joke, <laughs> like joke. He, 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 he but was that right. was also crazy because he has even helped to make that true. Yeah, he he yep. chose sides based on that, and he and he asked Greg to to come along with him. But actually, you know what? Speaking of Greg, mm-hmm. what is his trajectory? Like, who are we most worried about in this final season? I'm worried about Greg. Hmm. I think that he could get kicked to the curb. I think that if Tom feels Greg could fail by a domino effect, I also feel that if he keeps trying to sue Greenpeace, somebody will come for him. <laughs> so, so what do we think is going on with Greg or anyone else that we're worried about this season? Like, I think Greg is going to remain in the role as class clown. Like, nothing mm. too okay. big or too small is going to happen. He's to not going to get any more important a... to the business? No. I think, yes. I think that's just the perfect way for them to do it because mm-hmm. everyone's been saying since season one, like, oh, imagine if it ended up and like, come on, this is Logan Roy's world. It's <laughs> never going to be great. It would be such a Game of Thrones finale. Exactly. Logan would have to him. die. He would yeah. have to literally die. <laughs> everyone would have to die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good question. Who else are we worried about apart from Greg? I'm worried, I'm worried for Kendall. Okay. I think he's a mess right now. He needs serious help and I don't know that he is getting it. And I think the more things happen, the more the the worse he becomes. And I, I'm just so worried for him and what his storyline will end up as. So am I. And by extension, I'm also and I know I'm the one who's always saying this a lot, but I'm also very worried for Kendall's children. Because they're not oh, yeah. being taken care of. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're just not, they're just, especially Iverson, okay? Oh, yeah. I, 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 don't, know what's, I, I don't know what those kids are going to, to inherit. Like, there's this saying 
um, with wealth. Um, the first generation makes it. The second generation wastes it or spends it. And then the third generation loses it. So I don't know if there's even going to be anything left for Iverson and Sophie to lose <laughs> the way this is going. Because Matson is is insane. Um, he was mm. such an interesting character to introduce because Succession, they don't do like high profile guest stars too much, right? But in season three, they kind of changed that a little bit. I was so excited. Yeah, I like, love Alexander and it, it, it so didn't much. disappoint, honestly. I mean, the show never disappoints with guest stars. I mean, for me, um, Skarsgård, Adrian Brody, and um, Sanal Lathan were definitely highlights. Yeah. Um, but who would we actually want to see on the show in any capacity? Like, is there anybody on the cameo wish list? Anybody that they can, that might appear in, in a new trailer, for example? Like, anybody hmm. still going to be important? I don't, I don't have a vast knowledge of CV actors, so I'm really racking my... I don't want to go anyone too obvious. Because the first name that came to mind was Giancarlo Esposito. Hmm. So... We, Honestly, we, we, I see it. We, we, the man made an appearance on Westworld. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I didn't see that coming at all. Like he's just always appearing in in interesting places. So yeah, if they did that, I guess I could kind of see it. Maybe he'd be in some type of like law enforcement role. Like the FBI actually sends yeah, somebody competent. <laughs> yes, I love that actually. That'd be interesting. I I, I really really like that. Yeah, I, I have know. no idea. I think it could be anyone and I'll be excited. I just think, yeah, <laughs> there's so many possibilities. It could be Viola Davis. It could be... Viola Davis? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Some kind of like lawyer. I have to, I have to say, I can't see that one. <laughs> Can you not? <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of something that she would be doing <laughs> in this season. And she's incredible, of course. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love Viola <laughs> Davis as much as the next guy. But I don't <laughs> know what she would be doing in succession. Because I think well, it's because... she a life coach for Shiv. That, oh, that could I be like interesting. That. <laughs> that that would work because the thing about Viola Davis, right? She is, she is actually so expressive in the way she acts. Yeah, and Succession is full of subtlety, right? Yes. That is true. Yeah. That's what, like when I. It would be a shock factor. Yeah, I can't imagine an Annalise Keating type in this show, <laughs> like screaming. You know, I I feel like Viola, it would have to be something else. <laughs> she Viola doesn't has only done. scream. Yeah, she, she doesn't. doesn't only, she doesn't only scream, but it would have to be something. <laughs> Else, I feel I have to. I'm also, trying to channel something else. Varela has done. Roman has to replace Jerry, right? So, hmm. yeah, that's an, that's another yeah. role she could do. She could, <laughs> she could tell Roman all about himself. <laughs> that is true. That is a um, very polite way to put that. I <laughs> high five. Let's let's think financially for a second, right? So. <laughs> I want us to talk about where this show is going financially. First of all, what has been the best slash most interesting business move in this show so far in the first, in all three seasons? I mean, I'm, I'm going as far as like the original vote of no confidence, the bear hug, the merger, right? And speaking of which, the show isn't, or rather the company isn't a stranger to to mergers and acquisitions at all because i mean the logo and name of the company tell me at least that at some point this company was just waystar or it was just royco and now it's waystar royco yeah. right so logan isn't a stranger to this type of thing i mean he definitely he put down a, a whole bunch of like their stock as leverage and didn't tell anybody <laughs> so <laughs> i feel i feel like now we we have to think about the structure of the company and i'm wondering which of these past business moves were pivotal in getting us to where we are right now what do you guys think? 
all of them. Give me a quick rundown of the of the moves. Okay, I'm gonna say first of all it was the bear hug. That no, first of all it was a vote of no confidence. It was a vote of no confidence in season then, one. Yeah. Actually, you know what? It was Walter. First of all, it was the acquisition oh, of yeah. Walter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And but that was more Kendall, which is probably why it didn't work. Yeah, but it's interesting to me how much of a role that played in the show down the line in Kendall's character development. Anyway. Yeah. Then. The vote of no confidence, which did not go well. Um, that was my favorite, personally. I mean, yeah, Romulus decided he was smelling his armpit and ruined it for everybody. Um, it was a tension for me watching Kendall run. We've all experienced what it's like to sit in traffic for that long and knowing that you have somewhere to be and you can't do a thing about it and you just want to be able to fly. And watching Kendall I- run down that street, I just, <laughs> it was perfect. Can I make a confession? Yeah, go ahead. So, when I watched season one of Succession, I felt zero tension in that moment because I just no. knew it wasn't going to happen for Kendall. Like, I don't really? know why. I just knew. So that, that At what point did you realize it? Was it when his helicopter guy said, I can't fly? <laughs> <laughs> or was it when he started running through the streets of New York? <laughs> Honestly, but Like, yeah, to me, at that point, when he started running, the scene just became a comedy. Was it was like, oh, so fuck. funny. It was so tense, but so funny. Uh, I mean, that's the whole of Succession. So tense and so funny. But I don't know. I think the reason I loved that so much is because we knew that Kendall should have won that vote. We knew. He had the numbers. He did everything in his power. He was so desperate. You could smell it. He yeah. really went all the way to get that one last voter. He did everything. And what um, Logan did by sitting in the room I kept watching it. Illegal. Is this first not illegal? And he just got away with it. <laughs> it was just no. I, it was perfect. I thought it was great. That was that was such an episode. Honestly, I mean, that's yeah. that's really the. I think that's where Kendall starts to really go through this whole like existential crisis that he has, mm-hmm. right? And he's he's working hard to figure out what he's going to do next. But the bear hug coming after that, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that was I don't know if that was something that he that he thought would bring him joy or would bring his father pain like was he doing it for the sake of the company or was he not or was he doing it just like to prove himself because these people are all like twisted in in some type it of was way definitely personal. like you're saying you're doing it because the company needs Logan gone but then like you're asking Logan and then you you're in your mind you're turning around and going did I do good dad you know, like, <laughs> but I mean, it, it was personal for sure. But I think anyone could see that Logan was not. Well, this is a question. Do you guys think Logan is actually fit to lead the company? Let me put it this way. I can't think of anybody who is more fit than him, even though he is not fit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like the devil, you know, type of thing. Like you, mm. you, in your mind, you're like, this should not be the person sitting here. But then you look around at the other options and it's like, what do we actually have? Like Kendall, for example, is always getting in his own way. Um, he, mm-hmm. he thwarts his own attempts at taking the throne by constantly seeking approval. Roman succumbs to being a degenerate in order to mask his lack of bravado. Mm-hmm. Shiv overreaches due to overconfidence every single time. <laughs> and Connor is either not interested or delusional. Like, he's allowed wealth to kind of separate his mind from reality. 
if mm-hmm. he's the one who's least connected to what's going on. Yeah. And then you have people like Tom who could potentially lead the company but may end up just being hapless. We have Greg who's in the family but is honestly only going to get there by failing upwards. Like people would literally <laughs> have to die. There would have to be a plane crash. So I, at this point, I, I don't know what the other options are, even though I'm not sure Logan is the best option. But I, I guess honestly, to the investors, he's the best option. But even then, I just feel like Logan is actually running the company into the ground. When you look at the business, what has Logan done? First of all, there was that debt issue in the first place where Jerry yeah. told um, Kendall that, you know, his dad had actually made a terrible deal or whatever it was, and he was stuck with loads of debt. If you look at the business in terms of what they do, they don't even seem to know who their target market is. They're not sticking with the times. They are literally an ancient company, which is also what Matson has been sort of yeah. alluding to. It's not a good business. Logan it doesn't isn't. have the vision that Kendall had. Logan didn't like what Kendall was doing, but I actually feel like Kendall would have kept the company more current and done a better job. I genuinely don't think Logan... I think Logan is an excellent decision maker and executor, but I think that his idea generation is poor. I think his financial strategy hmm. is poor. I just don't think that he's a good CEO. Damn. I like it. I love it. <laughs> that, that, you can see both our faces. We're going like, hmm. <laughs> Ether. Bars. <laughs> 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 no, that, that actually, I love it because this, this is kind of, this is so annoying because it just makes you want to say that the ironic solution would be collaboration. Because yeah. Logan doesn't have the idea generation, but he has the execution. However, Kendall has a vision for what this company could be and how to stay mm-hmm. current. Roman kind of does too, going mm-hmm. towards Gojo, which is like sort of a, a streamer, so to speak, yeah. like a streamer and overall like, you know, tech diversified company. And um, I, feel like, I feel like the problem is if Kendall was actually allowed to win and take the company forward, I don't know that he wouldn't be outwitted by everybody who's trying to eat them alive. He would. And That's he the only the issue. Like, baby issue of, you need your dad. <laughs> yeah, I fully agree with you. But then it's like, are they going to survive if that, if, if that actually comes to fruition? And then if it was somebody else, let's say it was Roman or it was Shiv, could the situation be any different? I think on some level, there's a part of Logan that really wants to hand this over to one of the kids. There's this tiny non-narcissistic part of him that wants to do that, but just feels like he cannot because they're going to lose everything. See on that, right? I have two things I want to say. One, speaking of business deals, I just remembered it now. And I think like the most consequential one, maybe I'm forgetting some, is probably the PGM like Mm -hmm. merger attempt or whatever that's probably the most consequential one but the second point i wanted to talk about about logan and his children is that i think i was actually having to think that if you're logan or if you're a multi-billion dollar media conglomerate right and you have like three kids who have been spoiled like you said and they disgust you and everything about them irritates you what's the best way for you to make them like not like that i'm not justifying <laughs> logan's abuse and like behavior what's the best way to make sure you're not handing your company over to a season one kendall i'll tell you it's, it's, def- like it's a- definitely not management <laughs> training training camp it's, it's, it's definitely not that and you know what i think he has tried if we're being very fair to him because when we meet the family in season one he is kind of trying to hand over to kendall kendall is working alongside his dad 
he's doing everything he can to make sure that he instills in Kendall the leadership qualities that he needs. It's just that Kendall is not that person. Kendall is not that person. And I think he's frustrated because Kendall will never be that person. And you can't teach someone how to be a shark. You just can't. Yeah, so, like you said, you're not a killer. And yeah. that, even, that even makes me think, right? Assuming Kendall or somebody was to take over, like, who's on their side? Like, does Kendall have any allies left? Hmm. He's got I don't siblings. Think, I don't think he has. I mean, I hope. maybe them. <laughs> but, I mean, he's, he's lost Matson. He's lost yeah. Stewie. Um, he's yeah. lost um, Adrian Brody's character Greg. with the island. He's lost Greg. Oh, yeah. Um, he definitely doesn't Greg have Tom. Greg was actually a significant loss. We haven't even spoken about that. Greg was a big loss, bro. Like, Greg was switching <laughs> sides. Like, and it, do you know, do you, like, oh, my God. I'm actually... I'm definitely terrible for this, but I think Greg started switching sides mentally when Kendall didn't buy him that watch. <laughs> yeah, of course. 100%. Greg was like, okay, so you, the only reason I'm on this side with the worst odds is that I would hopefully gain more by being here. If I'm not getting even a watch after this. Wow. Guy's like, oh, I'm, I'm losing 40k for this watch. Does Greg... I, I remember thinking, wow, does Greg have 40k? Like, just like... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Good. That was actually wild because Greg went through so much from losing that watch to trying to get Comfrey to then trying to leave Comfrey for the Contessa. And it's like, what kind of person are you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Greg, Greg, Greg is a Tom in training. Oh gosh. He is, but I don't even think he had. Like, Tom, to get to where he is, we didn't see enough of Tom before he became. Shiv's husband and this person in the business. He actually came from nowhere. He had to have had something to even get into the rooms that he was in. I think he's not a Greg. I think he's slightly different. He actually could be one of the more intelligent. Nah, actually, I couldn't even finish that sentence because he's not intelligent. <laughs> but <laughs> we've seen enough that he is not intelligent. But he could be more of the, one of the more strategic people in the show. And I don't think Greg is strategic. Even to get to visit his uncle in the first place and figure out his way into the family, his mum had to practically force him. He doesn't want any parts of this. He got there and then realised what there was to gain. But if not for his mum, Greg would be in a theme park right now. But do you not feel like he's learning? No, he wouldn't be in a theme park. They were definitely going to let him go. But oh, yeah, But do you not think like he's learned something? Yes, like, he's is learning he not at the end of season three. He's okay. probably learned the most in that moment from Greg. I think after that, we'll see what he does with the, with the information he's learned in season three. But I think he still needs someone leading him, putting his leash. Okay, so with that in mind, who do we think had the best character arc in season three? My money's on Roman or Tom, but mm-hmm. based on what you said, Greg could be a contender. So what, it's still what, what do we think? It's still Tom. It's still Tom for me. I never would have ever imagined. I was screaming. Like, I was literally yelling at my screen. I had to watch the finale three times. I genuinely (laughs) didn't think Tom had it in him to betray not only Shiv, but Roman as well and Kendall as well. Like, he betrayed all three children. It could have backfired. Logan could have been like, what are you doing to my daughter? He, He actually stepped up to the plate in a way that I never would have imagined. Season one, Tom could never. And I guess it was three seasons of resentment that built that drove him to do this. But to me, that was the biggest arc. 
the thing is, Shiv was just cruel. I mean, this man started as somebody are we, who are she we was going to devolve into Tom and Shiv discourse. I think, yes, I think, I think, on some level, we, we 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 have to, yeah, we have no, to, we have bec- to. <laughs> and I'm and I'm not worried because we are civil. <laughs> okay. But at the same time, I, I think I think the problem, what got Tom to where he he ends up, is that cruelty. Because I've told you, like I said it already, Shiv is always overplaying her hand due to overconfidence. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, she was especially cruel to Tom this season. He starts out as somebody yeah. who is 200% sure he is going to rich guy jail. Like, he is definitely <laughs> sure he's going there. And then he, oh, ends yeah. up, he ends up at a point where he's getting pats on the back from Logan. He gets his, what might have been his second thank you son, which is more than Roman or Kendall have gotten in, like, a decade. So, I mean... Where, where where is where is this going for him i mean and wh- where is their marriage even going to head because i mean we already said it's surprising that they're still speaking to each other how do we get there i think season one and um, sorry episode one and two shiv and tom are going to have this dance where they act like what happened didn't happen because even right, from because that's how, what they do yeah and even from how tom entered the room and went straight to shiv he knew what had just gone down it was clear. <laughs> and Bro, he goes that, into that, the room and he starts uh, trying to touch her shoulder. And the fact that she didn't shrug him off immediately and go like, what are you, you doing? Don't you, touch her face me. was like, why are you touching me? But she's like, I can't react. Yeah. Because I don't want him to know that like, I know what he did. But this is what I didn't understand. Why would you not, like, you would only not want him to know, in my opinion, if you plan to continue to act alongside him. So because me, everyone like gonna... in this show lies by default. Yeah, maybe, true. Maybe she's true. planning to show him Pepe, man. Like, she, has, <laughs> she has a plan. It's possible. I, I mean, there were even these theories cause about like when she stood up, um, the camera and her hand kind of like yeah, veered that. towards her belly. It's like, okay, yeah. is she actually pregnant? Like, could that be a thing in season four? But because that's that like a whole Shiv. new kind of worms for their marriage. But even then, I don't think... I think Shiv, if anything would act like he has nothing to do with that. She would probably, if she wanted, she could genuinely just shun Tom from the family. Hmm. Which is, which is something I've actually thought about. Like, Tom's motivation for siding with Logan is obviously power, right? Mm-hmm. But Logan knowing how Tom is and how his relationship with Shiv is, is not going to relinquish too much of it to Tom knowing Shiv is so prominent in his life. So Tom obviously has a ceiling where his power, <laughs> money, whatever he's aiming for can get to. So maybe to him, the marriage is worth that ceiling because he's definitely not going to the top. So I, I, I don't know. I just wonder what his, where he's thinking this is going to lead. Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. what is he actually thinking? I honestly think Shiv might even rate him a little bit and maybe he knew that because yeah, this like she's the impressed. first time. Yeah, this is not the first time that someone has done Shiv dirty. And she always comes back. She she is also someone that I think is quite forgiving. And less so about being not confident in the way that Roman is. But I genuinely think that she is forgiving at a baseline. And I think he knows it's possible that she will forgive him. And I think now she may actually see him as a player in the game. And less as her sort of, I don't know, underdog where she can treat him however she likes now he has a little bit of power outside of their marriage that he can bring into their marriage he's almost like her boss like he's almost controlling her future and her wealth 
which is just ridiculous. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> I mean, the tables have turned because he was at the mercy of her cruelty before. Yeah. And now she's like, like the shock on her face was so palpable in that final scene. Because, because it's like, first of all, she's trying to comprehend what has happened. <laughs> and then there's a, there's a part in, in her brain that's trying to understand, did Tom have anything to do with this? And if Tom had something to do with this, how on earth did he do that? Like, how is Tom <laughs> capable of anything that could put me in this position? Exactly. Yep. There was probably a lot of disbelief there. Maybe that's why she didn't shrug him off immediately. Maybe she genuinely doesn't believe he did it. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's possible, but we'll find out as, as um, the season starts. I think Kendall being very quiet there is also very telling. You know, um, there was a whole thing with how the physicality and the blocking of the scene changed a little bit when they were outside, you know, their hands were on Kendall, but then like Kendall's hands end up being on, I think, Roman. Um, so it shows that subtly they're starting to sort of support each other. It's so crazy because I know deep down these people love each other, but they're just yeah. so twisted like and you know they have to love each other because they had to stand up for each other against their dad at some point some way or form like they had to kind of have this mental and emotional camaraderie in order to survive what was their childhood because their dad was the you know towering presence that he is and their mother was absconding like she was just completely not around like i will never forgive her for that, for for her, I mean, I mean, we already said how like every season she comes in at the end to just like commit atrocities. And <laughs> the season two one, I still cannot forgive where she showed up, and Kendall and Roman are in the house, and then she's trying to have Kendall's trying to have a discussion with her about what happened in his little chapaquidic incident. She leaves in the morning after telling him that they're going to discuss things in the morning. morning. Like, how is he going to wake up to a note on the kitchen table? My God, you couldn't even text? You know know what's killing me? It's like, how can you refresh or renew the subscription to the abandonment issues? The guy! He's like, like, okay, I can discuss these things with you now. And then she just reminds her, nope, I'm not here for you. I just want you to know. She's like, don't ever in your life think I'm here for you. Like, don't even make that mistake. You could see in her face when he was trying to speak to her, she was kind of like, oh, gosh. She was already trying to leave. To, it's like, like oh, this, is some, this is some nastiness. I don't yeah. want to be here. Emotions? <laughs> <laughs> Who did I raise? <laughs> oh, God. Bro, no, honestly, I, she is so funny. She doesn't have the time for any of them. She genuinely doesn't have the time. She actually probably got it the worst. I can't remember what scene it was where um, it was just her and her mom and they had this massive blow up. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I just genuinely think that the mum actually d- dislikes the children more than Logan. Logan sticks what around. She was like, I never, she said I never should have had kids. I should have had dogs. Yeah. yeah. I was like... And then she, <gasps> said, she said something about Shiv being like a terrible 12-year-old or something. Yeah. She, that she knew she what she was doing and she knew how to twist the knife. I'm like, Carolyn, at 12? <laughs> that was insane. Yeah, no, she hates them. She and even if she did know, so, who do you think she learned it from? What is what is exactly. all this? So and who do you think that's because of? Nah, yes. I, I was genuinely dumbfounded by that because you're marrying again, your children are here, and you're not prioritized. Like Kendall's literally like <laughs> because Logan somehow is still paying for this wedding, which is somebody explained that one to me because she's like, yeah, you know, um. No, your father doesn't really want to like run into you and he's like mama i'm i'm your son like 
This is your ex-husband. You are marrying someone new. Let me remind you, I am your son who has come to attend this wedding. What are you doing? Bro, she always, always, always prioritizes her own comfort over these children. She genuinely never wanted to. I, I, I don't understand it. She doesn't act like somebody who cares for them at all. Logan, at least, is invested in them on some <laughs> level. Yep. Mm-hmm. He enjoys the game. He likes playing with his kids. Even if it's twisted, he at least interacts with them and seems to enjoy interacting with them. The mum doesn't interact. She wants them out of sight, out of mind. Kai just does not care. It's such insulting behavior, but I guess, how do you feel about the insults on, 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 on this show so far? I mean, people are always talking about how this show has the best dialogue because it does, but a lot of that people attribute to the creative insults that somehow still feel very accurate to the people that were watching. <laughs> I mean, in that final episode of season three, for example. There like, was so much in that episode. <laughs> you know when he mimicked shit? <laughs> like, bro. I burst out laughing. I had to rewind because I was like, there's yeah. no way. He, I, I did not just see that. There's no way he just did that. Shame. It was so funny. I actually rewound how many times because I couldn't believe he did it. And he did it so well. And then he gets up and leaves and says, fucking pedestrians. I'm like, oh, pedestrians? <laughs> Do you understand how annoying or painful that would be? Like, Bro. on a normal level, someone mimicking you when you're angry or sad <laughs> is enough to piss you off. And then to do it in the way that he did it. <laughs> no, it was perfect. It was so perfect. I wonder how many takes he needed. I even wonder if that was scripted or if he actually just improvised. It came from within. <laughs> mm, God. Oh, my God. I wonder. I wonder what, like... Brian Cox's relationship to like Karen Culkin and Sarah Snook is in real life because mm. from everything he says about about from everything he says about Kendall's like method acting antics you can mm-hmm. tell that he's almost as irritated with him in real life mm-hmm. as he is on the show yeah. so I wonder if he doesn't even act when it comes to Kendall he's That's just like you have a completely different way of yeah approaching acting which is very irritating how do you think it's gonna end oh boy that's a big one (laughs) um okay how about this does logan die i don't think so i don't think so either how about let's i think it's easier for us to figure out what definitely will not happen in the end okay Mm -hmm. i do not see logan dying Mm -hmm. i do not see him willingly giving the company to the children Mm-hmm. I kind of maybe see them finally figuring out a way through collaboration and help from allies to outsmart him. Um, and at the same time, what else don't I see? I don't see, I don't see Greg ending up in an uncomfortable place at the end of the season. I just don't. Oh, yeah. no, I, I, he hasn't I, he's just going to weasel his way out somehow. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I think so maybe that, that... as well, Shiv and Tom will still be married by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. In honor of, you know, events in the country, or current events in the country, let's do too good, too bad. So you okay. give two people who you think will be fucked and two people who <laughs> end up in a good place. So we'll, we can go around. Okay, let me kill you first. Right, two people who I think will end up in a good place. I think Logan has to end up in a good place. I'm picturing my favorite theme song ever coming in to the, through the background and watching him sitting at the helm of the company 
that's literally what I have in mind. I think he's going to end up in an excellent place. For another I decade. Think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in terms of thinking about the second person to end up in a good place, that is so hard. That is so hard. Um, I don't think it'll be any of the... Oh, I think Connor might end up mm. in a good place. I don't think he's going to okay. be president. I mean, I know he will not be president. But I actually... Well, <laughs> okay. Oh, you disagree? <laughs> I think... I think that the guy they currently have as a presidential candidate who, mm-hmm. I have to say, as somebody who spent quite a lot of time like watching American politics inside America, that guy is very entertaining. Like, that guy is exactly, <laughs> t- like, this friend of mine, like, Chuvi, was watching, was watching that episode. And right after, like, he just texted me. He was like, bro, did you hear what this person was saying? And it's like, it, it's like they took some of those guys, some, 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 some of that guy's words out of, like, the mouths of some politicians that I can actually think of. It's <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't it's crazy <laughs> how feasible and plausible that guy is. At the same time, yeah. it's even crazier how plausible it is that by some miracle Connor will fail upwards into the presidency. Into the presidency. Because if they he get could the, be a governor or something, but <sighs> I don't know. President. Like, I don't think I think it's it's not that likely anymore that Connor will be president. Though if they do side with if they do side with um the Pierces and actually are mm. able to get support from them maybe that's something that they could try and make happen through their own like liberal media machine but yeah. uh but yeah go on you were saying yeah, that I, I think regardless of which position he does get i think he'll get something and obviously we've got the wedding which i think is going to be a huge part of the season as well i think he will be content well connor's wedding yeah 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 willa has done so well for herself my goodness she really i mean she is also suffering and i also feel very sorry for her but i mean at least she can yeah. use his money to like wipe her tears because um, that, that baby's really not happy to be in the situation that she's in she's not like um, how, how can how can somebody ask like will you marry me and then you wait for a day and you're like you know what fuck it <laughs> that's literally what she did and i was like wow this is this is off to a beautiful start isn't it fantastic start um yeah i think she may end up well positioned connor might and maybe greg because okay. i think it makes sense for greg to end up happy I don't think Tom can end up in a good position. I think he's flown way too close to the sun. I don't mm. think it's going to be a very succession finish for Tom to end if up If Tom actually well wins. Interesting. Yeah. I yeah. just don't think he will. I think yeah. he, he would be one of the people who may lose the most. So Logan will probably turn against him at some point, the yes. way he does. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I feel you on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, in terms of my second person for who will not end up well positioned... I mean, it's hard because there's so many people, but I think Kendall will be somewhere in the middle. I don't think he'll be the worst. I think it's fair that they put him out of his misery a little bit. I think Roman will not end up in a good position. Hmm. I think he's too close to their dad still. He will probably have a very frustrating end. (laughs) That's what I think. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um... I'll go. Um, I'm going to do the too bad first. I feel, I feel it's difficult because I find it hard to separate the fates of Kendall, Roman, and Shiv somehow. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I, find, I find that I think it's kind of inextricable at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I really had to get granular, I suppose I would say that Kendall will probably end up kind of okay. Shiv 
might not be in a good place. Like she's either going, she's going to get, I think Shiv is going to get a better marriage or a better position in the company, not both. Um, okay. I think Roman is probably like, he's probably the most likely to get burned because I agree, I fully agree with your logic. Um, for too good, I, f- I feel like Connor ends up in a good place somehow. I don't know how it's going to happen or where it's going to be, but I just see him succeeding somehow. And even though Tom is probably not going to end up in a good place, I still think Greg is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I just have this feeling that Greg will be okay. So, Greg and then if we're, okay. yeah, and if we're looking at the peripheral people, Jerry will be fine because she's too smart to fail. Um, yeah. Frank, I'm not sure. It depends on how well Kendall does, honestly, because Logan can discard him very easily. Mm-hmm. And Carl, <laughs> I, Carl should resign now while he has the chance. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my own. Yeah. I see Jerry, Carl, and Frank as tied together in a weird way, in the way that you see Shiv, Kendall, and Roman tied together. Yeah. So just... Like, I agree with all the logic you guys have put forward about who's ending up in a bad place but... and in a good place. But just for some variety, okay. I'm going to say, I like that. Greg will be fucked. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Because it could happen, bro. It, really, it could really happen. Yes, you they know... chew him up and spit him out. He's one of us. He's not one of them. You know what? <laughs> I like that. I think if they want it. to have a shock factor, that could work really well. Yeah. And then I think Roman ends up in a good place. Okay. Okay. What I kind think... of place are you imagining? <laughs> That's actually a good question. But I just think like Jerry's arms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Somewhere somewhere low stakes where he gets to play important in his head. So basically He's where happy. exactly where he was at the beginning of season yeah. one, handling handling yeah. movies in LA. <laughs> okay. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> and then and then who else? I've got one bad and one good to go. I think Shiv ends up good as well. Hmm. Okay. And then oh, who gets fucked? 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 I'm gonna say Logan gets fucked. No way. We've never we've never seen him get fucked. So I mean, I we've might seen as well. him. On the will they, will, will they give us that kind of catharsis though? <laughs> I don't even like, want to see him. Like I want to see him win. It's very bad, but. I, I can't imagine him not in that position of... Same. I, I can't, yeah. but I just feel like they need to give us something. Okay. Mm. That's fair. I want to see him as on for the Kendo, I just want yeah, to maybe see that's, that's him. Yeah, maybe that's how back. much he gets. Yeah. As for Kendall, I think he finds happiness away from his family, man. He goes to South Africa like Dave Chappelle <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he needs some time away. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. Um, well, with that, um, speaking of time away and, you know, of people ending up in places that they may or may not <laughs> be thriving. Um, before we go, who do you think is going to make some type of comeback this season? Somebody peripheral that we haven't thought about. Like, for example, is Marsha just going to, like, end up sweeping oh everything? Is Rhea Jarrell going to come back? You know, who are some people that we've seen in the past that actually might end, might have just been biding their time this entire like series and now they're finally going to make whatever move they've been planning or are they just going to stay in the in the periphery you know who's gonna make a comeback the waiter from the wedding oh really (laughs) obviously not him (laughs) yeah yeah not not him (laughs) not him 
<laughs> not him, hopefully, unless we're going into the supernatural territory. But his character has to come back somehow, as in his story. Right. Oh, I see. I see. I like... As in everybody like else this. finds out what Kendall did. Yes. And it won't just be Roman being like, who hasn't killed the odd waiter here? <laughs> <laughs> That was funny, but I'm I'm just still a part of me that's like, wow, bro, you people are okay, depraved. Okay, but like <laughs> you, now, now you now you see my points. If you guys listen to our episode on Cocaine Bear, I made a point where I said how much of Succession is just how much of the comedy in Succession is people being terrible, and we're all just we all just turn off our brains because we're watching Succession, and we just accept yeah, that these people are terrible because it's so realistic for them <laughs> for them to be as terrible as they are. It's it's wild yeah. because the the writers and they've said this before. They typically don't do anything that isn't rooted in something that's happened in our own reality. Like everything, mm-hmm. that's why everything on the show feels so plausible. The yeah. way they talk to each other, the way people talk over each other, the dialogue just makes so much sense. The show is never like you can tell sometimes when people are saying things just so the audience can understand what's happening. Succession yeah. never does that, but it's still, so it doesn't real. take that long before you figure out what's happening. Like the exactly. contextual clues and subtext are just so well written. I. It's crazy how they have such it's a like talent reality for that. TV. Yeah, exactly. That's honestly, a good way to and then it. The, the mockumentary style of shooting that Adam McKay came up with for the show is just—it's just the icing on the cake because you could yeah. actually say that the camera is the final main character in this show. Yeah. Yep. It Always. just feels yep. so alive. Perfectly. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, man. Before, is... before before we go before okay. we go, I just want to remind you guys of something that I found out. Right? Oh boy. So we we love to discuss of our favorite succession insults and the dialogue mm-hmm. in succession and the things they say to each other. Mm-hmm. And I found out something, or I heard something, or I read something that I had forgotten and I didn't think Shiv was capable of. Did you know that Shiv said, like, and I quote, well, this is why you don't hatch a plan with Connor, the first fucking pancake. Yes, she said that. I do not remember that. <laughs> Oh my god! I am reevaluating my life as a first, as the first kid right now. I, I, I actually feel very. Oh my! I felt attacked. As a, this that's an insane thing to say to someone. I don't know. Oh like, my god! It's just so person. softly terrible. It's like it's, like it's a nuclear it's like, insult because it's not only affecting Connor; it's affecting the parents. It's affecting everyone. Yep. But it's it doesn't like, even do feel like an insult. Just the use of the word pancake, pancake. just pads it somehow. So but trivial. like also makes it worse and uh, yep. <laughs> that was oh that was god. honestly so well written i don't know the, <laughs> the first pancake my god i wish i was that creative in my insults yeah yeah <sighs> the writers must have heard that somewhere and i don't even want to know where <laughs> if i had to guess at the beginning i would have said succession would have done five seasons at least but yeah. you know four is a pretty good number we'll see how it goes yeah i completely agree with you and i think that they must have reached a very satisfying end i just really hope we agree with what they view as satisfying because i think there are so many outcomes i can imagine that i just hope they don't try i don't want to see a situation in which one of the siblings gets it i really don't unless don't th- they yeah. back it up completely and they and we all agree it may not be that clear yeah. and i don't think it's going to be bittersweet it. either i think it's just I, if i if i had to mm. describe the end of succession potentially in my mind in one with word right now I would say confusing. I think at the end, all of us are going to be like, what? 
How did this no, happen? No, but I don't want it to be confusing. I don't want it to be confusing in a Not way. Not confusing, but like dumbfounding in a way. It's like you understand what has happened, but you're like, mm-hmm. how didn't I see this coming? Okay, yeah, yeah. As long as we understand it's not one of those things where we're like we have other theories or other explanations i want it to be clear all right he's gonna fuck everyone over again (laughs) like nothing different has ever happened he always i'm hoping against hope money always wins that would actually be a very cynical outcome but we'll i guess we'll have to see but uh but yeah with that thanks to everybody who has listened up until this point um thank you to um my guests on this (laughs) On this uh, on this journey of the Richard Famous, um, MK and Ibuka, as we try to figure out what's going to happen um, in succession, we're going to be covering the season thoroughly um, once it starts airing on March 26th. In the meantime, please um, stay tuned to the feed for everything that we're currently covering, including The Mandalorian, um, You Season 4, Rain Dogs, and Ted Lasso. Uh, we have a lot going on right now up until March 26th, so keep it locked and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's think. Who else could be a good cameo? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a Real Housewife. Like Portia from Real Housewives. What? She could be one of the people on the actual channels. Oh my God. Yeah. You know how Waystar and Royco has their TV and film unit? She could be on the yes. screen. F- okay, fair enough. That's, that's a nice cameo. I think it would be a good cameo.